Thank you for welcoming me onto your headphones. I'm Eddie, and this week I'll be reviewing No Sudden Move, and this is the rollback. Folks, lucky you, you got me all to yourselves again this week. Just you, just me, and this movie. No Sudden Move, uh, a crime drama thriller, I think that's fair to call it, uh, from HBO Max, uh, dropped earlier this month. Uh, it's a Steven Soderbergh movie, and you know what that means. Great writing, really awkward moments. Decent comedy, and a pretty good story, actually. Um, so this one starts off with a uh, with a gangster by the name of Kurt Goins, uh, played by Don Cheadle. Uh, he is, I'd argue, the main character of the movie. Uh, so he's a gangster in 1950s Detroit, and in case you don't know, 1950s Detroit ain't the best place to be. Um, uh, so, okay. Gangster, he's hired. Uh, apparently there was some kind of big job that he either fumbled or he went to jail for. He's untrusted. But nonetheless, there's a big job coming up and he's put up, uh, he's told, you know, you'll get paid, you know, $3,000 uh, in total for babysitting, which, folks, I did some research. Three, uh, $3,000 at the time, thirty grand a day to babysit. That is a stupid amount of money. I would babysit for that. But nonetheless... The movie starts out as a, uh, a bit of a hostage situation. That's the first act of the movie, really. Uh, Don Cheadle plays one gangster. Uh, I'm going to pronounce, I'm going to mispronounce his name, and I'm sorry for that. Biento del Toro. Um, or someone that Chema normally refers to as ugly motherfucker number three. Uh, that's, that's Chema that refers to him like that, by the way. Not me. Chema. You got a problem, you can tweet him at... I don't know, his handle is somewhere on the website. Um, but anyway, he plays Rondel Russo, um, another gangster, another, I guess, gun for hire, you could call him. Um, and lastly, there's the third bandit, uh, played by, weird enough, Kieran Culkin. And I didn't know this, he's related to Macaulay Culkin. I, I did not know that until I was researching uh, the movie. Anyways, he plays Charlie, the, the three of them go to uh, Matt Wirtz's uh, home, uh, to blackmail him, force him, make him, uh, go get some kind of weird top secret document uh, in his boss's uh, safe. Uh, this turns out to be an, uh, a brand new muffler uh, idea. It, basically, what it is, it's it's a I believe that it's a catalytic catalytic converter. Um, basically, just that uh, it, it's good for the environment, as I understand it. Um, and they want to hide it, like like the the people that are hiring them. Now, essentially, in, initially, you think that the people that are trying to, to hide it, the, the people that are trying to, to get this, is a guy by the name of Doug Jones, um, played by Brandon Fraser, which it's nice to see Brandon Fraser out in the movie again. But this goes so much goddamn higher, it's not even funny. Um, at one fucking point, there's a guy by the name of Mr. Big, uh, Mr. Lowen, Played by fucking Matt Damon, who's like one of the big wigs, uh, one of the car companies, which, I mean, smartly enough, they don't actually talk about any of the car companies by name because, you know, you don't want to piss off Ford or Chevy. I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, basically, this is a heist movie, also with a lot of double crosses and betrayals. You know, you have two, two criminals that actively know that they can't trust the other, but yet, in this certain circumstance... They really have no other option. They have to trust each other. They have to work uh, work together. And some of the dialogues, some of the exchanges in this movie are really fucking great. 
Um, and then there's like a double cross and then a triple cross. Uh, at one point, Matt Wirtz, played by David Harbour, which fucking I couldn't recognize him unless, you know, his voice. Dude lost so much weight. Um, at one point, apparently, he was considering selling those plants because he knew what it was. He was just playing dumb. Uh, he was going to sell them so he could run off with his mistress. That falls through, apparently. And then uh, at one point, like I think his wife may be having an affair with one of the neighbors. Um, it's it's just there's so many double crosses and like, well, what about this? Well, what about that? Uh, at one point, uh, Kurt Goins, he ends up working with a Mr. I can find his name. Watkins. That's the name of the other gangster. Watkins. Um, it's weird. He makes like a backroom deal with Watkins on the other side of it to say, okay, We'll do this, double-cross this guy, we do this, and in exchange, you get me over to Kansas City, which I guess Kansas City was a great part, great place to be in. Um, but anyway, yeah, double-crosses left, right, and center, they are insane, but <sighs> you know what? Fair enough. Uh, this movie, it invokes a lot of The Departed, uh, to me at least. Am I saying it's as good as The Departed? No, it's not. Martin Scorsese, when he's on his game, he's very, very hard to even be close to as good as Martin Scorsese is. But nonetheless, it's a very good uh, movie. I, I really enjoyed it. Be aware, though, it is very dialogue-heavy. Um, not a lot of crazy action, not a lot of big shooting and crazy sequences. Um, more or less, if you're along for the ride, you're along for the ride for the story and to watch what happens and watch these betrayals. Um... You do get somewhat invested in the characters. I, I know I kind of wanted Kurt to, to make it in, to the end, at least. He was a... He's a criminal that has somewhat of a conscience. Um, also, like, a bit of a deviled past, I guess. He, he was in love with a woman, but she had to move on. She has a baby with another man, I believe. Like, like there's a lot of things that aren't necessarily explained. But that makes sense. You know what I mean? Um... And that, that's that's kind of what you get from from a Soderbergh movie. Um, you're left to draw your own conclusions. He doesn't always give it to you. He doesn't always give you the final uh, pieces. More or less, he just, you know, this is the story you're going to get. If you have any questions, fucking fill them out yourself. Kind of. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, also in this movie is uh, John Hamm, which is always a pleasure to see him. Although, oddly enough, he wasn't dressed as sharply as he was when he was Don. Uh, in uh, in Mad Men. Um, but nice to see him. Also, fucking Ray Liotta is in this, which, okay, that, that's another random one, but you know what? I'll fucking take it. I'll take it every day of the week and twice on Sundays. It's, it's not a bad movie. It's genuinely a good film. Um, I did recommend it actually to one of my coworkers, but he said that there were too many words for him to understand it, to which my response is, fucking get an education, Brian. I'm kidding. Kind of. Mostly. We'll find out later. Um, but no, honestly, like I said, it's a dialogue-heavy movie. Um, which, if you like that, you like those kind of stories, you like to watch the drama unfold, great movie. Uh, it does come out under less than two hours. It's just over 100 minutes, actually. So, not too time-consuming. Um, it did come out at the Tribeca Film Festival earlier this year. Um, overall, positive response. As of right now, it does have a 90%, I believe, on Rotten Tomato. Um, which I don't always agree with Rotten Tomato. Normally, I, I can tell them to go fuck themselves. But hey, in this particular case, eh, we agree. We both like the same good movie. Um, yeah, I can't really recommend this movie enough. This is a movie, though, bear in mind, you're going to have to sit down. You're going to have to sit down and watch and enjoy it. 
Um, yeah, you can't watch this movie in like pieces. You can't be doing the dishes and watching this movie. You have to sit down and really concentrate and enjoy it. Um, but would I recommend it? Hell yeah. Um, overall, I'm going to go ahead and give this movie uh, a solid B+. Uh, would I watch it again? Probably at some point I will. Like I said, it's not The Departed, but it doesn't have to be. Um, it's a good crime movie in its own right. Um, and it's for free on HBO Max. Go watch it. It's pretty good. I, w I would recommend it. Um, so, that said, uh, that'll be wrapping it up for this episode of the Rollback Podcast. Hopefully we'll be coming at you next week. We may be having a big triple feature. You'll find out what I mean later. You'll see. We'll see. We'll all see. Um, little bit of a teaser there for you. Also, go to our YouTube page. We do have more videos uh, coming on more video reviews. Um, if you listen to us via podcast, obviously like, obviously subscribe, obviously tell your friends about us. You know, they're going to love us as much as you do. Um, and I believe that's it. Anyway, I've been Eddie, and this was The Rollback.